Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And tomorrow is going to be Client Appreciation Friday, something that we um, do quite frequently, where we're going to read your testimonials and your notes of encouragement to other coaching members and all the rest of it. So look forward uh, to that happening tomorrow. If you have a note that you'd like for us to read showing appreciation, we'd certainly appreciate you showing appreciation. (laughs) Yes. Um, Just send it to us. You can either text me directly at 512-7... What is my phone number? 512-758-0206. I guess you never call yourself, so that's forgivable. I don't. 512-758-0206. Or you can just message us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram is where we're posting a lot of... Actually, a lot of uh, family pictures and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Some of you guys seem to appreciate those. We're having a lot of fun with your comments, too. So in any event, if you would like us to share your uh, note of appreciation... Uh, we will be more than happy to do it. And towards, you know, obviously this podcast is great or our book or being a, a coaching client. You know what? This is a, a, a coaching lesson and asking for a testimonial. So hopefully you guys are all doing that as well. If we can do it, you can do it. Right. Is that a direct enough for all of you? That was coaching lesson number one from today's show. There you are. <laughs> and speaking of today's show, this is the continuation of our four-part podcast series about how to list and sell at least 23 listings in 2023. Now, if you're somebody who routinely does that, no sweat. Well, you can change that to per quarter in 2023, if that's more appropriate for you. And if you just got your license, well, maybe you want to revise that a little bit as well. But the points are the same. The activities are the same. The proactive lead generation, which doesn't cost you anything, is the same. So pay attention. We are in part four, point number 10. So I had a follow-up to um, somebody. We answered a question live yesterday on the podcast. Someone was asking me about the where branding really fits in the spectrum of things to focus on in your real estate business. And I thought we explained it fairly well yesterday. If not, you guys, or if you're curious about that, go back and listen to yesterday's podcast. But I do want to do a little bit more drill down on that because I thought about that after yesterday's show. So does branding have a place in uh, your real estate business? Yes, it does. But is it the first thing you should be focusing on? No, it isn't. Why? Because branding takes a long time. Marketing in general, any kind of, you know, branding is a relatively new term as it as it pertains to what's been traditionally called marketing. So if you're going to do direct mail, if you're going to do anything or anything on social media, anything on YouTube, but you know, all that type of stuff, it takes a long damn time. And the problem ultimately with all those different venues is there's going to be people that have been there longer and maybe even doing it at a higher level for longer. People that have kind of hacked it and have perfected their ability to uh, really have a presence on the different platforms. So if you're going to start building your real estate business or rebuilding your real estate business or wanting to take your business to the next level and you're wanting to get get to the point where you have consistent uh, transactional volume and thus consistent cash flow, you really do have to start out with being a proactive lead generator. And that is the reason that we always talk about that and focus on that prominently on our podcasts and our coaching program. And then yes, of course, we offer you guys lots of information on how to start generating passive lead generation from branding and all the rest of it. But do be clear, 
the biggest benefit of being a proactive lead generator is you get faster results. You will make money faster. And once you get really good at proactive lead generation, many of you will never want to do passive lead generation because frankly, the cash flow is working so well being a passive lead generator that you're not in any way tempted to be a, uh, you know, to be a passive a lead generator. Did I say that right? I think I said that yeah. backwards. Yeah. You, when you are really great at being proactive, right. your ratios are so superior to any of the passive stuff that you won't even need to be doing the passive, nor will you want to, because it's just unnecessary. Well, some of our top coaching clients, for example, they do prominently focus on the proactive lead generation, mm -hmm. and then they have added over the years different passive lead generation spokes. And the challenge ultimately, like I said, with the passive lead generation spokes is they require a lot of money and they require a lot of time and they require a lot of patience and waiting. And consistency. You can't just stop and start all the time or do it when you feel like you're light on listings or your business is slow and expect to have any kind of consistent results. Right. And so again, Julie and I are practical tactical. They were focusing on what's going to put you in front of the most people, the fastest to make the most amount of money. The answer always has been and always will be proactive lead generation. Now you can do passive lead generation and you can create a bunch of postcards or digital marketing and you can get in front of a lot of people and you might get some leads, but the quality of the leads that you get will be nothing like the quality of the leads you get when you're a proactive lead generator. Now, I want to now drill down on this. When you're doing proactive lead generation and you have your choice, and this should be self-evident to everyone, you have to choose, let's say, you have so much time per day that you have uh, allocated for proactive lead generation, and you're deciding who you should be proactively lead generating to. The answer, frankly, if you're wanting to make money and help people and the most amount of money and the most amount of people, it's not going to be cold doors. It's not going to be centers of, I'm sorry, it's not going to be just listed and just sold. It's not going to be circle prospecting. It's not going to be anything like that. It's going to be expired listings. It's going to be for sale by owners. It's going to be the people who already have their hands in their air ready to actually list their property now. Now, I realize maybe a year ago, there wasn't that much opportunity and say, for example, the expireds or in even some markets that for sale by owners were selling their homes themselves. Those days are over. Welcome to the new reality. Right. So just make sure you're essentially adapting to the new market. The old market, you guys had so much velocity just from the FOMO, the fear of missing out in the marketplace. That has pretty much all been replaced by FIRMO. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? that's about right. So make sure you are pivoting towards uh, attracting people that absolutely positively have to actually transact. And those are going to be the motivated sellers that we teach you how to uh, go after in Premier Coaching. So keep all these things in mind as we lead into part four. Yes, part four of this podcast series, point number 10, we're talking about how you're going to go about listing and selling at least 23 homes in 2023, and that is your professional center of influence. On previous podcasts, we talked about your normal past client center of influence, you know, your uh, your database of people who know you. Now we're talking about a spin on that. That's your professional center of influence. When was the last time your favorite lender sent you leads? Who did they pre-qualify last week, last month, or last year? Who's not already in contract, not already working with an agent? That's somebody in your professional center of influence. When have you asked about that? Who do they know, again, who's getting pre-qualified right now to buy and has a home to sell? Stagers are also great to know in your professional center of influence because smart sellers call a stager first. Some of our coaching clients have figured that out and really made a network of stagers. Refer business to those stagers and ask for leads in exchange. Again, in comparison to our first part of the podcast, where we're talking about expires and for sale by owners. These are further down on the list, 
because they are a bit less predictable and take longer, but they are still genuine spokes in your wheel. Again, when you look at all of the 13 things we're talking about, your job is to not just pick one of them to work. It's to work multiple of these at the same time. Well, loan officers were, um, I think, for the last at least five years, not the greatest sources of um, referrals because of the fact that they were working so much with refinances. And again, they were essentially order taking. They weren't having to do a lot of lead generation themselves. True. Now the o- loan officers, the you know mortgage loan officers that are left standing, which I think that industry Greatly has been reduced. pretty, it's been decimated basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. The ones that are left standing, a lot of you guys are loan officers or uh, loan officers that are selling real estate or loan officers that are becoming full-time real estate agents. You know, we realize that a lot of you are transitioning out of the loan officer realm, then you'll I think appreciate what I'm about to say. As these loan officers have to pivot their business back towards actually being proactive lead generators themselves, they're going to be generating more seller leads for you. And if they're not transacting, uh, they will refer that business to you. How do you earn the right to earn a referral from a loan officer? You know how you do it. Start sending the loan officer potential buyers and they will reciprocate with uh, potential sellers for you. Assuming you ask. Exactly. Assuming you ask. And you be direct about it. I mean, I was being a little bit... I think trying to be funny when I was asking you guys directly for testimonials, the top of today's podcast, but I'm making a point. You have to ask directly or people aren't going to be able to read the tea leaves and figure out that you want a referral, you know, or you want a testimonial or you want them to give you a good review. You have to ask them and they will do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So point number 11 is one of my favorite points, Julie. And that is investors, big, small, medium sized investors. Join your local investors club. Usually there's multiple different types of investors clubs through meetup.com or private Facebook groups in your town. You'll know who's looking for what property and which investors are likely to sell. Let's expand this, on this. Let, will also give you insider information about pocket listings that will help your buyers. Let's expand on this yes. because this is such a huge point. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry for interrupting okay. you. So you have meetups, you have Facebook, but you also have WhatsApp groups. You have all these different, a lot of towns have uh, places where the real estate agents will meet on a regular, like um, when Julie and I sold real estate, Clintonville had their meeting every Wednesday morning. And you go down there and preview all the tours and you meet all the you know real estate agents at 8 a.m., the whole thing. Well, investors do the same thing, usually right following the real estate agents meetings. So go to your MLS, find out what's going on. Go to your local um, uh, builders. What's it called? What's the... Uh, uh, BIA. BIA, thank mm-hmm. you. Go to the, your local BIA, find out where the meetups are, and you will find that they're meeting in restaurants, they're meeting in church basements, they're meeting in different places to exchange information about properties that they actually have for sale. Now, the specific kind of investors that I want you guys to pay attention to are these uh, fix and flip types, or more specifically, the wholesalers. Wholesale investors are cash cows because they oftentimes do not have real estate licenses. So a wholesaler works very similar. Frankly, it's where the um, iBuyer, um, you know, all the open doors and the Zillow's and all these other companies where they uh, got the idea. There's been wholesalers in the real estate industry forever. You, if you guys have been in the uh, you know business for a long time, you'll remember WeBuyUglyHouses.com, which has to be one of the best names still ever. Around, yeah. yeah, and there's different things we like pay that. Cash for homes is one. Exactly. So that space has always been. I have to always remember where uh, 75% of our listeners haven't been in the business for more than five years. Right. So uh, they, they wouldn't don't have paid attention to that stuff. They've only been licensed in uh, during these, you know, I buyer movement with the, mm-hmm. all the open doors and the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, they didn't realize that those companies essentially got their ideas from mom and pop investors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the point I'm trying True. to make. Anyway, those mom and pop investors are now in the driver's seat again, as these big, you know, 
I would say, very well-funded companies are leaving the space, or at least they're not price, they're not overpaying for houses anymore. Thus, the local investors, you know, frankly, can still get the house. But here's what happens. Um, and I know a lot of people that, a lot of agents, a lot of coaching clients that get a lot of business from these wholesaler types. Mm-hmm. They will make offers on properties. Maybe it's 10 properties, maybe it's 20 properties. And if they're lucky, you're, they're going to find a, a seller, an owner that's willing maybe 10% of the time to take their reduced price. So maybe it's going to be 75 cents in the dollar, maybe it's 60 cents in the dollar. But there are sellers out there that are going to want to take those offers for a whole variety of reasons. There's always going to be people that want to, in essence, wholesale their house to use a, to- a term, which by the way, as an aside, that is something that you guys might also want to consider. Julie and I weren't wholesaling, but we were running, um, you know, guaranteed home sale offers when we sold real estate. And we did pick up uh, houses that were essentially the owners were calling us. They didn't want to go through the traditional, maybe they inherited it and it was full of stuff and stuff, you know, that kind of thing. They didn't want to go through the sale process. Maybe they had a fast move. Maybe they didn't want to, you know, you guys get the point. Well, we were able to buy the houses at a discount and they were happy. So still own them to this day. Yep. A lot of them we still own to this day. So you got to keep that in mind. This market's going to create all kinds of different opportunity. Again, as these big iBuyers leave the market or have less, less dominance in the markets, that's going to open the door for more investors to become wholesalers or the wholesalers to start doing um, having more conversations directly with owners. You then need to have those conversations with the wholesalers and ask the wholesalers for a list of the properties that were they were turned down on, where the seller said, no, that's too low. And you'll find that when you earn the right to earn the business from these wholesalers, that is going to be a fantastic source of business for you. Again, I've known many real estate agents, coaching clients, where that has been a major spoke. And what do they do? They show up at the investor meetings. They get to know the investors. Uh, If the investor has a real estate license, then they pay him a referral fee. If the agent then stumbles across an owner that wants to wholesale their house, obviously they'll flip that wholesale opportunity to those investors. You guys get it? Build this as a viable spoke because it's very powerful. And with multiple investors. So Look at it this way. I, I love spokes that have like one contact, multiple opportunities, right? So some many investors own more than one property, buy and flip more than one property. So what our coaching clients have found is that this is a great resource to A, get listings that you would not have normally had access to because the investors don't buy everything. They have some turndowns. To B, find homes that are not on the market for your potential buyers and put those transactions together. And C, what you mentioned, opportunities for yourself to pick up some rental properties and some flips. I've got several coaching clients I've talked to in the past week where they're doing exactly that. And it wasn't a distressed situation. See, this is one of the reasons why today's agents don't think of that is because they think of investors and they think of these iBuyer type you know, programs Oh, the seller must be distressed. The property must be dis- distressed or depressed. And in none of the cases that I've heard about was that true. It was 100% a convenience play for the seller. Yeah, that is that, that that actually is true. There's been, um, you and I have known a lot of these wholesaler investor agents that specialize in working mm-hmm. with wholesale investors. And it is, there's very, it's not very common at all that it's an absolute tear down dirtbag house. Right. Most times it's just the seller wanting the convenience of it's selling the house quick. That's and, it. And many times the house is in really good shape. Lance and Karen just picked up one last, uh, last week. The house is in great shape. They just wanted a quick sale. So it's a convenience deal. Don't assume that it's distressed. Just now, again, we, we want to point this out. That was point number 11 
uh, the, the points that are going to lead directly to a transaction are the first points from the first day of the series. As we move down our list or up our list, we're moving away from the things that are going to be truly proactive and are going to create a predictable, duplicatable stream of income for you. We're moving towards things that are going to be more passive. And frankly, you're going to have to be breathing a lot of hopium. You know, you can go and talk to 20 investors, but it doesn't mean any of them are going to want to do business with you, right. or there's certainly not going to be a consistent source of business for you. So don't think you're listening to point number 11 and saying, well, I can go and, you know, drive my pickup truck and meet with a lot of investors. And, you know, I can, I know how to do some, uh, you know, trades work. I can hang out with these guys. Well, you can, but the problem is this is not going to be a consistent source of business, right? More of a supplemental thing. And I'm going to throw something else in here under the guise of investors. There are people in the marketplace that are hard money lenders. Hard money lenders are people that will essentially, Julian, I've done a little bit of it, not much of it, where uh, it's a usually a small uh, fix and flip type investor. The usual fix and flip investor doesn't have the ability or the, frankly, the money to buy and you know flip the house. And so what they'll do is they'll go to a hard money lender. They'll buy what, borrow whatever money it, it is uh, from the investor. And typically the way those deals work is that there's no payments or interest for the first, like, sometimes it's 90 days, sometimes it's six months, but you know, there's going to be a flat fee. There's going to be some kind of cost for the loan. And then after that, the interest kicks in. And so the that, interest is usually quite a bit higher than a normal loan. Oh yeah, definitely. It's onerous. It's That's going to be why double. They do it. Right. It's going to be like 16, 20% yes. on a, you know, a hard money loan. It's going to be a lot. Mm-hmm. But, and, and like I said, normally it depends on the terms, the hard money loan payments are going to kick in um, after usually six months, that that way the um, investor has the has the time to fix the property up and get it sold. Ideally, ideally. Now here's what's happening: a lot of these hard money lenders are not getting paid their money back, and they're maybe into the point where they're getting interest. And you think, well, they're hat and, fat and happy. Well, maybe they are, or maybe they're worried that that uh, investor is going to default on the loan and they're going to have to take that property back, so, which may or may not be something that they want to do or even prepared to do. So you need to be contacting the hard money lenders in your community. How do you find out who they are? It goes back to point number 11. Go to the investor meetups. Ask the investors who they use for hard money. There'll probably be some hard money lenders there. A lot of investors themselves are also hard money lenders. So get into the mix with these folks and you'll start creating more interesting spokes. Um, And again, if you happen to be a tradesperson or have that as a background, um, you might have an advantage in that uh, marketplace because of the fact that you're going to be able to be more than just a listing agent for them. You know, ultimately, this is about building long-term relationships, and if you have something in common, all the better. Uh, point number well, that's twelve. An excellent point. That was point eleven and a half. Yeah. So, thank you. Okay. Point number twelve: door knocking. Now, this is not at the top of the list because it generally takes more contacts to take a listing, but it is still effective when you are consistent. Door knocking can help you become more comfortable speaking with people about real estate, and many times you'll be at the right place at the right time and indeed take listings from being there. But before you go door knocking, choose your neighborhood wisely. Does it turn over much? What's the average sale price? What's currently active, pending, and recently sold? What's being built around the neighborhood? Is there near new construction nearby? Become the go-to neighborhood specialist and use good scripts at the door, like we give you in Premier Coaching. Start with your own neighborhood since you already know it really well. 
And here's an advanced secret. We did an entire podcast series this year. I think it's maybe been 90 to 120 days ago about specifically how to go door knocking and get results. And that's right. And there was so much detail to that. And it wasn't just a function of knocking on the door and giving them a flyer. That's like the stupidest thing to do. We gave you a whole um, you know, script. We gave you a system. Step the whole point step. of doing the door knocking, obviously, is to ingratiate yourself to the owners so that they'll think of you when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. But really what your point is, what your goal is, is to look for a potential seller. And you will find them, especially, frankly, this time of year. You... If you're willing to work between now and let's say February, you're going to root out every single homeowner in your marketplace that's planning on listing their house in the spring. Yep. And remember the script when they say that, say, Mr. Seller, that makes perfect sense um, if you're planning on listing your house in the spring. Now, we can talk about, and we've gone over in previous podcasts, the idea of getting them to not wait till after the holidays, but really even the best script in the world is not going to dissuade most sellers from wanting to wait till after the holidays. So it is what it is. So ask them, what does the spring mean to you? Don't just assume spring means April, May, June, whatever. Ask them what they're thinking. And you might find that spring means to them January 1st. So, and also, does that mean get it on the market in the spring or be moving in the spring? Because with average days on the market stretching out and inventory increasing, if somebody needs to actually be moved in the next 90 days, well, in many markets, they should already be on the market now in order to accomplish that moving goal. And sometimes they're going to say that they already have somebody in mind to list their property. And we're going to give you, in Premier Coaching, we tell you what to say. And look, if they've already committed to someone, we're not suggesting that somehow you poach that seller. But the reality of it is, is if the listing contract isn't signed, the seller probably is going to be receptive to hearing other ideas and plans to get the property sold. And that's where you can give them the opportunity to sit down with you for 15 or 20 minutes so you can show them exactly what you can do to get the property sold. And if they then decide to list with that other agent, well, that's great. At least then they have some more ideas what they can get the pro- do to get the property sold in this market. Because guys, not unlike the last market... Sellers are going to be incredibly uh, careful who they list their homes with because they are fearful that their listing agents, and it's, uh, I think, a very reasonable concern, Mm -hmm. do not have the chops to get properties sold. Because guess what, 75% of you listening, if you've not sold real estate in anything other than a seller's market, you are most likely learning the hard way how to get properties sold in this market. Why don't you stop... The cost of your education right now is extraordinary. You're losing opportunities. You're losing listings. Um, you're losing listings to, in uh, competition with other more experienced agents. You're letting your listings expire. You're not even getting called out in the first place. You are losing, some of you, tens of thousands of dollars. That is a very expensive education. Why don't you stop making that mistake and join Premier Coaching? And the best part is Premier Coaching is 100% free. You get, including a daily semi-private coaching call. You guys, you get scripts. You get presentations. You get our, uh, frankly, our uh, the business plan, the real estate treasure map is one of the first things you guys should be working on. And it's free. Did I mention it costs nothing free? I hope, I think free <laughs> translates to all languages, doesn't so. it? What's free in Spanish? Do you remember? Gratis, gratis something like that. Maybe I think, I think it's free. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> yeah, Either right. way, it's free. <laughs> right. Italian, it's free. Portuguese, it's free. You guys understand no what I'm guard. saying? <laughs> so for those of you listening to us in other countries, free means it costs you nothing. Yeah. So text the word premier to 47372. Text the word premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R to 47372. Or you can just go to premiercoaching.com and sign up urgently. 
some of you, I know many of you, and this happens every year. Julie and I have been doing this for 20 years. A lot of you are going to be promising yourselves, well, I'm going to sign up, you know, the beginning of next year. Why wait? Why not get a jump on it? Why not actually start moving towards getting your presentations in alignment with the market? Why don't you start learning the scripts? Why don't you start putting in place some of the lead generation that we got that we teach you guys? Don't wait. Do it now. Have a head start on the year. Doesn't that make sense? Well, if it doesn't, let me tell you this. Future you in about 60 days will sing the praises of current you for not having waited because you're going to have a jump start on the year. So text the word premiere to 47372 or just go to premierecoaching.com. Remember in texting message uh, and data rates may apply. Point number 13, Julie Harris. Okay. Point number 13 is lower on the list. It's relocation because it does come with fees. So while the referral fees can be steep, so can the sale price sometimes, which offsets some of the cost. Picking up a few, quote, reload deals per year can be a good supplement to your normal listing sources, but should be avoided as the main source of business since it isn't much in your control. The good part is that like most listings, when worked the way we teach you, it can create more listings, which do not have referral fees. You know, when you have a sold sign in the yard, it doesn't say, yeah, but I paid all these fees. It just says sold. So you can use that to bounce into more listings in the neighborhood. So here's the mistake we're making. Yes. They don't know what the hell a relocation lead is. Could be. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll use eXp Realty as an example. eXp Realty has relocation um, relationships. In other words, they work, there's third-party companies that work with corporations to help their employees. And usually it's frankly, they're they're more uh, upper end employees. Mm -hmm buy or sell real estate. And a lot of it happens in the military too. There's a lot of the, what is it? What do you remember? USA. Oh man, your brain is sharp today. <laughs> yeah. So that's the point is you can then get a referral from these relocation companies. Um, you can, we know again, lots of brokers and lots of agents that have made millions and millions of dollars working just relocation leads. And here's typically how it happens. You will get an email. It's like money from heaven. Honestly, you'll get an email and, and this will be uh, from the relocation, you know, usually uh, the consultant, advisor, whatever it is, assigned to work with that seller. And they'll say, we have a relo for you. The referral fee is going to be X. The address is going to be this. Um, and if you take, the, and we're going to, usually they're going to send two or three agents out. So you're going to have to compete. On listings. On listings. These are almost always listings, by the way. Oh, yes, that's right. You heard me right. And then you're going to go out there. Now, sometimes if you get more experienced at it, or if there aren't other agents in your marketplace that are Relo certified with that particular relocation company, you won't compete. They'll just send you the listing. I'll tell you guys a funny story, a funny true story. Our first year in the business, we made over $300,000. And this is when our, we are in our early 20s. Now, that sounds impressive until I tell you we had to sell 103 homes to make over 300 Because the average sale price was $3. Yeah, this is back, <laughs> this is back in Columbus, Ohio in, in the early 90s. But so let's just stick with 300000 Well, we were, you know, as we've told our story before, selling houses, not paying attention to really much of anything. We were just, you know, working expired for sale by owners, double ending things. Houses. We were just, you know, and we weren't even counting how many houses we sold until almost the end of the year. But the number with pendings was 103. Well, what we also weren't doing is saving money for tax. Taxes. No. 
hadn't yeah, occurred to us yet. Exactly. And it was a hundred. Remember, it was, it was actually three hundred and three thousand dollars or something mm-hmm. like that, or maybe it was two hundred eighty-five thousand. I don't remember. So we owed a lot of federal taxes, and where we sold real estate, it was federal taxes, it was state taxes, and then you also had to pay taxes in every city you sold a home. Don't in. forget Rita. That's what I'm talking Rita, about. Regional. That was yeah. on top of city. So when we, at the end of the year, we didn't have nobody told us about any of this, right? Nobody had said, "Hey, Tim and Julie, you guys have made all this money, and you're going to be writing." like you've never experienced before. You know, we were inexperienced. We are, fortunately, we were so busy, we didn't spend all of our money, uh, you know, (laughs) fortunately. But here's what happened. Um, You know, we won a National Association of Realtors recognition, agents of the year in the rookie category. We won all these, whatever, whatever. And Remax International Relocation sent us a Relo lead for $1.3 million, right? For a full commission. And the Relo fee was only like 20%. And we sold that thing in like record time. And that's what we used to pay our taxes. I think we sold it ourselves. We did. Because it was like our we biggest did. check ever. And we lucked out it was, that we it sold was it ourselves. Actually, it was one of our biggest checks uh, ever. Of, we had right, bigger at ones. At the time. Yeah, at the time. It was certainly our biggest check ever at the, at time. the time. Right. And they, you know, so had it not been for that Relo sale, we wouldn't have had the money to pay our taxes from the first no, year. One reason we like Relo. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, but here's how Relo works now. There's big companies like Sendent and all these others. Not It's not even called Sendent anymore. What's it called? Um, you and I are, yeah. well, we'll, as soon as we stop trying to remember, we'll remember yeah. All these relocation companies work with the EXP Realty. And I'll tell you something that I was told 60 days ago. And if you're an EXP Realty now, listen to what I am telling you. I was talking with a gal that runs EXP Realty Relocation, and she told me there were over 1,000, 1,000 unassigned Relo leads. I want you to think about that. She has over 1,000 potential, let's call them 50% buyers, 50% sellers, that she needed to refer out to agents in EXP, but there weren't enough EXP agents or A, asking for those Relo leads because they didn't know about it, and B, who are not Relo certified. You have to take a class to help fill up It's not complicated. It's very simple. You know, that's all. You have to be certified to do Relo, and then they will send you Relo fees. I'm not sure what the Relo uh, relocation fee is. 25, 35% is normal. Though I do know in some of the other brokerages, you're going to pay upwards to with the broker. So normally, and well, I won't get into the weeds, but that's the gist of it. So if Many times more than that. Exactly. If you're an EXP Realty, you definitely want to become Relo certified. If you're not an EXP Realty and you want to start getting Relo leads, well, guess what? We just told you basically how to do it. And we would absolutely 100% love to be your uh, shepherds into EXP, to be your sponsors at EXP Realty. And we will, it would be our pleasure and our honor if you've not yet chosen a EXP Realty sponsor to show you how to maximize all the amazing benefits that EXP Realty offers in addition to the benefits you get being off, uh, sponsored by Julie and I directly. And you've got it. This is very simple. Just text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. And I'll show you exactly how to not just get re- reload leads from uh, eXp Realty, but we'll show you, uh, frankly, how to get full access to our premier coaching program for free. And that's if you are personally sponsored by Julie and I at eXp Realty. So please do uh, text me directly at 512-758-0206. The fact is a lot of you are looking for your upgrade to your broker situation, or you are a broker yourself, or you're a team yourself, and you're looking for the next natural step in your real estate career. I just gave it to you. Let's 
have a conversation. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. I made it super simple. Just text the letters EXP, put that in the text, and text me directly at 512-758-0206. Julie, what else do we have for these guys? Yes, well, we've been talking all week about how to list and sell at least 23 homes in 2023. If not, why not? You now have 13 ways to do it. And for many of you, you're probably feeling pretty comfortable with at least two or three of those 13 sources. So start with those and really drill down to increase your contacts and your level of skill on those spokes. But I want to challenge them. Make sure the ones that you're being comfortable with are not the passive ones because you will, unless you have a pot of gold and you can spend all this money on marketing branding and you can wait for your cows to come home with regards to uh, actual closable business, unless you're that person, which none of you are, you are absolutely, all of you, people get into real estate, generally speaking, needing to make money right away, then do the things that are going to make money right away for you. Lead with the proactive lead generation. And then when you've gotten that, uh, essentially those spokes in place, if you choose to supplement with passive lead generation, you can. And to right out of the gates, and we teach you how to do this in Premier Coaching, we do want you to have profiles on the social, different social platforms. We do want you to ser- look professional in case somebody does a search uh, for you, a prospective seller. But that stuff's easy, and it's all free, and it should not in, in any way be confused with, with the actual work it takes to build a founda- a very strong foundational, uh, replicatable, duplicatable real estate business. That's right. And many of the 13 points that we presented to you, the 13 ways to be sure that you create at least 23 potential sales in 2023, many of them do require some scripts. We've been mentioning the scripts, but not going through all the scripts. That's what you get in Premier Coaching. And not to mention some accountability, being surrounded by like-minded people working that, the same things that you do. That's the main thing right there. Mm-hmm. That's the main benefit. I mean, we sure. all the coaching and the training. But you've when you're around other people that are, uh, you know, frankly, optimistic and looking forward to whatever the new year has to offer them. And yes, everyone else is bemoaning the interest rates and the this and this and the other things. The people in Premier Coaching... When you're on our private members uh, Facebook page and you're participating on the daily semi-private coaching calls and you're you know mingling digitally with your fellow uh, premier coaching uh, you know students, you're going to experience something that you need to have in your life in order to roll into New Year with a lot of mo- motivation and momentum. And if not, what are you going to do? You're going to try to rebuild yourself. You're going to pop from this page, that page. You're going to be a tr- you know different Facebook groups. You're going to be filling your mind with things that are going to distract you with really what your all of your focus should be. And here's where all your focus should be on serving other people. And if you are 100% in alignment with your highest and truest purpose in this planet, which is being a service to other people, you're going to then naturally want to learn the skills so you can be of service to them. And guess what follows? Mountains and mountains of cash. That's how it works in that order. That's right. So our, our Harris Certified Coaches are here to educate you, to motivate you, to get you into action, to support you, and to shorten your learning curve. So just text the word PREMIER, P-R-E-M-I-E-R, to 47372 or go to premiercoaching.com to get involved in Premier Coaching for free. You can be on your semi-private coaching session starting today. That's right. So that is the four-part series. It's been a lot of fun. We appreciate all the great feedback. If you would like to show some appreciation for Premier Coaching, this podcast, 
or anything else, we will be more than happy to share your appreciation along with your name and your phone number with your permission. So maybe you can get some referrals on our podcast uh, tomorrow. That will be exposing you and your marketplace to tens of thousands of agents around at least the United States. So there's some free marketing for you that might generate an actual closed transaction. You never know. So if you'd like to send us a testimonial or just some form of appreciation, maybe it's not even for, you know, maybe it's for a, a client or one of our other students that sent you a referral. Maybe it's for, you know, maybe you went to a coaching call with one of our coaches and you're needing some real direction and motivation. Maybe Coach Rochelle or one of our other great coaches gave you that sense of direction that you were looking for. It doesn't matter. A lot, show appreciation and we will read your, with your permission, we'll read your testimonial on the podcast tomorrow. You can text it to me at 512-758-0206 or you can simply go to um, Instagram and go to Tim and Julie Harris, you know, Instagram.com. Uh, forward slash Tim and Julie Harris, and we will be more than happy to receive it there and share it with everyone tomorrow as well. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>